Hello the initiated, my name is Marcus Junikola and this is the Be A Better Artist podcast. In this episode, I thought I would attempt to wrestle with one of the biggest issues that I know, one of the biggest topics when it comes to self-development. And it's one of the core reasons as to why we actually get stuck in life. And it's really important to understand this and keep it close to you at all given times, because without this perspective held close to you, it's so easy to lose sight of life. It's so easy to lose sight of the truth of how we can grow, how we can develop, how we can move forward in life. And the topic for today is that we cannot see past what we understand what we accept as being the state of things, what we accept as being truth, defines the limits of where and how we can go. And this sounds extremely obvious, and yet we continuously lose sight of this fact in our lives. Now, the most important thing about this truth lies in the keyword of understanding. When you're stuck in life, you get stuck because you're not taking action that could move you into a different place. And you're not taking action because you don't either think it's possible to take any action because that action doesn't exist. Or if you did take action, it would not amount to any kind of a significant or reasonable output. Lack of knowledge is often what defeats us in life when we feel like we're completely stuck. And first and foremost, it is vital to understand the importance of that observation. With your understanding of how the world is like, what people are like, what you are like, how things work, in that theory, there is very little chance of you moving forward. But it's an incomplete theory. You lack knowledge, you lack skills, you lack wisdom, you lack perspective on this issue. You do not know of solutions that could fix the situation you're in. And therefore, the answer is to go out there and find new information, find new knowledge, find new understanding. This is the thing you need to drill into your brain, burn into the circuit, a fundamental truth that you carry with you into anything and everything in life. Because without this surety in this fundamental truth, if you genuinely don't keep it close to you, you begin to believe the reality that you currently occupy. But a simple piece of knowledge, a simple piece of wisdom, a simple perspective shift would allow you to see something new that opens up a new set of actions that you could execute on and follow and see your life and yourself change as a result of that. I often think about perspective, not only in this abstract mental sense, but in a practical way. I often like to think about standing in a particular physical location and looking at what's around you. Let's say you see a building there, There's a street going here and across as well and another building there and maybe a park and behind you 
you see maybe a mountain or hill and there's a bit of a forest there etc what you see is what you accept as being out there as being true and let's say for the sake of this exercise that this is where you live this is where you reside this is where you spend your life you come to see the things around you as reality this is the extent of it we're not saying you can't abstract or think that there's a world beyond that and things sort of continue on but there's a difference between knowing that a theory is right and seeing that a theory is true and this is in fact a very big issue in our lives these days we can know so many things are true at the level of a theory but it doesn't become real until you test it, until you actually occupy that reality yourself. This is why it's so easy to be in different situations in life and know you shouldn't be doing this thing or that thing. You know you shouldn't be saying this or doing that. It's far easier to have an idea of the morals, of the ethics, or just the practical side of what would be useful and beneficial and resourceful for me to do but to really feel that viscerally in your bones and practically do it and understand how it benefits you with so many things in life you have to be doing it yourself to really understand what it's like and what it means it doesn't mean anything to you until you do it you need to live through it so that it actually becomes integrated in you. And I'm not saying everybody is like this. I know that some people can pick these things out of theory very easily and integrate them. And I think we all can do that to some extent. But I think everybody has their particularities. We have our own unique individual quirks and twists and the way we are configured some things make simple and easy sense to us once we read it from theory but certain lessons we can really only learn and integrate once we go through them and this is why people can do dumb shit in their life they can do dumb stuff even when they know it's wrong and they can continue that behavior saying that it's stupid but before they actually walk another path that they know in theory would be better for them until they do that themselves they cannot integrate that wisdom that knowledge into their being they have to experience what it's like before they can actually begin to follow a different path now i'm not saying that's the entirety of why that happens obviously many kinds of different emotional issues come into play when it comes to making that change happen in your life. We're only talking about this particular aspect of the issue. And going back to this example, this exercise of a fixed perspective. Now, in that example, someone else can come to you and tell you, you should go to this other location. It's amazing. You take this road, take this path, go behind that building, go on the other side of this structure or this hill. And it's amazing. There's all kinds of different things there which you can do, etc. But from your perspective, you cannot see the path there. As far as you can tell, the road goes that way, leads to the edge of that forest, and that's it. Now, they can tell you 
everything you need to know. They can tell you the theory of how you can get there. But before you see it and experience it yourself, it can be very hard to see how it's possible to do that. Now, if you did a very simple perspective shift, just moving, let's say, a few meters that way, or if we could elevate you, which would be even better, take you to a higher position, even if you don't move around otherwise at all, you would have a better lay of the land. You could see that, yes, indeed, the road does lead to that location, and I can see all of these other amazing things there, which I could also be doing, just like these other people are. Learning gives us a different perspective. It allows us to move around and change our orientation, change our position so that we see something we didn't see before. If I stand still in a fixed way and stare at a building or stare at a person or stare at a car, I physically cannot see what's on the other side of that object or that person or that vehicle, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. I physically cannot see what's behind there. If I could take a few steps to the side, even just 10 meters, I could actually see the thing. It's not enough that someone explains to me that it's there. I need to see and experience it for myself to really believe that it's possible. And it's the same way in reality. And you get those perspectives by learning and experiencing. So going back to a real world example, instead of this silly abstract example that I've constructed, when you feel like you're stuck in life, people often say, I cannot see a way out. They use these same terms, which is important to understand because they are speaking the truth. They cannot see how they could go from point A to point B. And it's because their current existing framework, their current understanding of how the world is, how they are, and how other people are, and how people work, in that framework, going from point A to B does not make any sense. And that's why they feel stuck in life. And I often emphasize that it's okay to feel stuck in life because this problem is often made worse by the fact that people feel guilty about feeling stuck and they often feel like this is the wrong thing to feel like i shouldn't feel like i'm stuck like something is wrong but psychologically speaking it's a terrific observation to be making this doesn't make sense i cannot see how i could do a shift in my life any kind of a problem in your life with relationships career maybe you know addiction of any sort people cannot see a way forward from this position to the end result that they would like to see and what you need is a different perspective you need to walk around you need to walk about you need to change your elevation so that you can see oh yes the road does actually continue on from what i could see before yes there is actually a path or a road or even a highway or a train track leading closer to where i want to go you don't even need to see the end point you just need to see that okay there is something here i can walk down that and it is going into the right direction often that slight shift in perspective can 
revivify your entire view on life. And this is why it's so sad that we get so stuck in our ways. We learn so absolutely little in our lives that we begin to see reality as this stale thing and things just are the way they are. Where in truth, you just need more tools. You need more perspectives. And you get those by buying new books, discovering new people, discovering new podcasts, reading those books, studying, learning, and importantly, putting that into application, testing that to see where it takes you, accepting that a new theory is worthwhile testing and exploring and for a limited time, assuming that it's true. That is really the only way to actually truly exercise something and see where it's going to take you. Because often it is the case that people discover a new theory, a new perspective, a new way of applying themselves in the world. And in the back of their head, they're thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this, but it, it's not going to work. It's not going to be the right solution. Because currently you feel like your existing view of the world is true and correct because it's tried and tested. And probably there's a bit of ego in there. So we tend to assume that we know better than uh, other people. And that's a huge issue if you don't commit yourself to the testing of a theory. And this is why I'm a huge fan of taking a new theory, taking an assumption and genuinely for a time period, assume that it's correct. I'm going to live as if that's true, or at the very least, I'm going to at every given turn entertain the idea that it is correct. And in fact, I think this is the fastest way to grow. One of the fastest tools that you can deploy for growth. And this is one of the things that uh, people like Tim Ferriss have been talking about, which is if you're looking at an issue and you have an idea of how it is and how it works and how it should be done, what would happen if I did a complete 180 shift in this assumption. And I would assume that the opposite is true. And I would start applying that in the world and see what happens. I think that's a fantastic tool. And it has broken me past many, many barriers and helped me get out of many swamps in my life. Now, obviously, you don't want to do anything stupid. You don't want to put yourself at uh, risk, either physically or mentally or in any other way, don't do stupid things. I mean, obviously, you know, many things that keep you alive. Keep doing those. Uh, <laughs> don't do things that bring you to harm and don't be stupid with your relationships and 180 flip them around. But there are many assumptions you currently deploy in life that you simply haven't tried and tested. You've simply adopted them at some point and pretty much got married with those assumptions and you continuously deploy them because you've been doing that for an extremely long time. And it has taught me how weak my mental strength can be, how often we say, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. It's not possible. It's not doable. There's no way I could do that because of this and that reason. But simply flipping it around 180 and then just doing that action and seeing the truth of it, or rather seeing more truth about the reality of our capabilities. Doing that teaches you so much 
about yourself and the self-limiting beliefs that we put in place to keep ourselves safe, or rather that we use to attempt to keep ourselves safe and secure. Again, I'm going to do a workout reference because this is often the case. You've been working out, you've been building some muscle, some strength, and then comes the point of, let's say, bench pressing 100 kilos or deadlifting uh, 200 kilos. And from your current experience and based on how hard working out has been for you and where your strength is right now, you make the assumption that that is not possible. There's no way I could do that. Somebody else can do that. And I can't do that because of my, let's say, genetic limitations, or I'm not just that kind of a person. And then you speak yourself into ideas of what you are and what you aren't. That's not necessary for me. I'm more of an intellectual type, so I don't need to do that anyway. And again, I'm not saying these things aren't necessarily true. You will know in your heart whether you are bullshitting yourself about what you care about or what you don't or what you are self-limiting yourself to in order to not confront your own fears and limitations. And this is an important thing to understand as well, because we do have limits as people. We do have limits as individuals. And very commonly, people are terrified of actually discovering those limitations because maybe you're going to learn something about yourself that is uncomfortable. Maybe you're going to learn something about yourself that you wish weren't true. Maybe you are going to discover your genetic potential in terms of your physical capability, your athleticism, your intellect, your interest in certain topics that you've been telling yourself for years are a part of your identity. This often happens. People have a negative experience in life and as a shield in defense against that thing, they pick up the thing that would validate them against the imposement that's coming from the outside. They pick up a subject or a topic, something that they feel like they so desperately need to feel good about themselves and be good in the eyes of the people who they think are cool. And they want to be the things that those people uh, appreciate and look up to. They so desperately cling on to that desire and the fear of exclusion and not being desired. They want that so desperately that they sacrifice the actual ideal version of them just to be accepted and admired in the eyes of those people. And then maybe in their 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe at their deathbed, they realize that I spent so much time trying to be what I thought those people wanted me to be so I could be cool and interesting and accepted. I, I've spent my entire life trying to fit their mold, their idea of what a cool and interesting and good, nice person is supposed to be. Spent my entire life doing that so far, or maybe on your deathbed, just plain spent your entire life trying to be somebody you ultimately never wanted to be, you never intended to be. And obviously, I want you to make that realization far sooner. I want you to make it today, if at all possible. Although in reality, it's probably going to be 
a collection of minor steps that take you closer and closer to that realization. But this would be a good start at the very least. And it's not like people don't know this, like they don't feel it in their heart. It's simply we're so afraid of the fear. We're so afraid of exclusion. We're so afraid of not being accepted and loved that we can do just about anything to pursue the admiration and acceptance and love of people who we, for whatever reason, think are cool. Obviously, that ends up being a sad thing as well from the perspective that if you actually did explore the full extent of who and what you are and could be, you would realize that these weren't your people to begin with, and rather it was arbitrary what they were actually into or what they seemed to appreciate and like. And it's arbitrary because this was about your fear of lack of love and acceptance and belonging somewhere. It didn't really matter what those people were really doing. You were just pursuing these things at all costs. And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with pursuing those things. We all do, and I think we all should. But the path to those things shouldn't happen at the expense of sacrificing everything you are and what you could be. You still should explore and pursue the fullest expression of your own potential. Now, as usual, this took off in a completely different direction, uh, segueing into a very different topic. So let's loop back to the original point, which is that a simple change in perspective allows you to see what's actually beyond your current idea of what the limitations of reality and truth are. This is why people can feel so revivified just by traveling to a different country, by having a vacation and seeing how it is that other people can live their lives, where they live it, how they live it, what they do, etc. Or just doing something very new, being around new different types of people, it can really refresh your perspective on life. But I don't suggest you just wait for that to happen during a vacation because who knows how often you can do that. Most people can't do that very often. But what we can do is we can read, we can study, we can learn, we can grab a new book, a new podcast. And through those, we can travel through different perspectives. This is why it's fundamentally so important to never stop learning because you need to revivify your view on life. Otherwise, it becomes fixed, becomes stale. It's like water that stays put. A lot of gunk, a lot of really nasty stuff begins to build and fester and grow in that water. So we really need our mind and our perspective on life to be like running water, ever-changing, ever-shifting, always clearing itself out, always bringing something new and fresh. So my invitation to you in this episode is to start building an internal awareness of the truth that there is a path beyond what you see and listen to yourself, listen to your own language. And often it is the case that we say, I just don't see how it's possible or I don't understand how it's possible. So the answer is in how you're speaking. And again, there's nothing wrong. In fact, there's everything right about saying those things. 
you cannot see a path forward, which means you need to move, which in practical terms means you need to learn something new. You need more knowledge. You need more wisdom. You need a deeper understanding of something to see how it's possible, which means picking up a book against your best judgment. You have to entertain the possibility that there in fact is a solution beyond what we currently can see and what we currently understand. If you can't build an internal reminder that challenges your current framework, that challenges your current understanding, then it's very likely you'll never get past this fundamental hurdle in life. Sometimes it takes so little to see a path forward. Sometimes it only takes a few steps to the side. Sometimes it takes a bit more. Sometimes you do need to go upwards. You do need to elevate yourself to a position where you get a bigger lay of the land. I would say that's more like an end game position to be in life. You want to be as high as possible to see as much as possible. But then it's also important to learn how to go close to things. So just a few weeks ago, I was sitting at the top of Tokyo in the Tokyo Skytree. And uh, that's obviously a very high vantage point, And it allows me to see much of Tokyo. But what it doesn't allow me to see is all the minor details, the actual things happening uh, down in the city. I could only see the buildings. I could see some traffic, but that's about it. And while that is the city that I'm seeing, it also isn't the city. I don't see its people. I don't see the activities. I don't see the depth of life, although I see this fantastic scope. So as we've discussed in a, in a previous video, it's important to learn to play with these perspectives as well. Sometimes you need to go broad to see the possibilities, and then you need to go specific to actually move forward, to actually build new things and make new connections. And that is really the ideal place where we want to end up as individuals, I believe. We should have the ability to go broad in perspective and then go very specific in perspective. And oftentimes we tend to get stuck in a single perspective. We have a year old kid right now and I can't speak with him in the same way I speak to my friends or any adult for that matter. So I need to have the ability to go small and narrow enough to be able to talk with him and connect with him. I can't talk about these kind of abstract things with him yet, at least. Or another example would be business. So to do the big picture, I need to take a few steps back and look at what it is that I want to accomplish with my business, maybe with this podcast or with the music that I'm doing. But then I also need to have the ability to actually get in there and film this stuff like this episode or open up a session in my digital audio workstation and actually compose music. That's a very different thing than it is to plan the big scope of what I want to do with my life and with my business. So ultimately, yes, that's the thing we're aiming for. That's where we want to end up. This ability to go wide and then specific. And that's an important thing to keep in mind. This isn't about achieving a perspective that covers everything in life because that isn't human life. That's not how our lives work. Sometimes we need a bigger picture, which often would be the case when we are asking ourselves, 
what the hell am I doing with my life? I feel lost in my life. That's a big scope question. It's about what do I actually want to spend this life on? Because otherwise it's impossible to know where you are in your life, whether you are lost or not. That is relative to the goals you want to achieve. That's relative to the paths you want to walk down. But then actually applying that here and now in today or this week or this month, obviously the smaller the timescale, the more specific and detailed we need to be in terms of what we're doing. It's really going from strategy to tactics, going from a broader idea of what needs to be done to the things that need to be deployed right now to fulfill that strategy in the longer term, in the bigger picture. That's what we're talking about here. So if you do feel stuck in life, yes, you do need to figure out two things. What is it that you actually want to be spending that on, which is going to take time to figure out. You shouldn't be aiming to have a single moment where everything opens up to you. If that happens, that's fantastic. I'm not speaking against that at all. That's amazing. But most likely, most of us are going to gather individual pieces of information. We're going to have individual smaller revelations. And then over time, we're going to put that together in a way that makes for a sensible strategy of how you want to spend your life. So as I said, I invite you to begin to integrate this truth in your life. Burn it in your brain that there is a path forward. There are many ways of doing it. Like I said, you can entertain the fact that it's true, even if in your bones you don't yet know or feel that it is the truth. We can still simulate it. We can still act despite how we are feeling and what we believe to be true right now. And in many cases, that's necessary. It certainly was for me because I had such rigid and fixed ideas of what is true and what is not. And maybe that came from my previous life of relying on intellect to get anywhere in life. Not to say I was a genius by any uh, stretch of the imagination. In fact, I've been very stupid for a large chunk of my life. But I did get through many things in life just by default because of intellect. And that became a part of my identity. My ego began to lean against that very strongly. And for these types of people, it can be very tough to go against what you believe to be true. The problem is so much of that often derives from the ego, from hubris. And we're desperately clinging on to that so that our ego doesn't need to fracture and we don't need to confront our fears. Because oftentimes we use our strengths to defend ourselves against our weaknesses and against, most importantly, against our fears. So build an internal belief that there is a way forward. And at first, yes, you might need to rely on this entertaining the belief method before you can actually prove to yourself that it works. That's the key. Over time, as you deploy this over and over again, and you see that it produces results, you cannot help but to change what you believe. Just like right now, you believe there is no way to fix this. There is no path forward. That belief comes and has come from a set of experiences. But you can always have new experiences and you need to do these new 
things, different things than before to actually get there. You can't be doing the same thing and expect different results. If you truly know so well how things are and how things work and how you are and how the world is and how other people are, if you are such a genius, then why haven't you figured out a way forward yet? And yes, you could say, well, it's because the world and other people are so shit, but that's not a very honest assessment, is it? Always putting and passing the blame to the outside world. And when enough people do that, then the entire world becomes stale and fixed and nothing gets changed. And it's so sad because it just came down to what you convinced yourself of as a belief. When in reality, you could have believed something else, something more constructive, followed that as a lead and used that as a support pillar for new activities that prove you wrong, that show you a way forward. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see you next time. Finished.